Welcome to Dramas with a Side of Kimchi, the fangirl party every drama fan wants to join. Grab your kimchi and your face masks and let's chat Asian dramas. I'm Carrie the Mockney. I'm K-Muse. And I'm Amanda. So tell us a little bit about yourself and your podcast. Well, like I said, my name is Amanda. I got into Asian dramas in around 2016 and, you know, you guys know what kind of a black hole that is. It sucks mm-hmm. you right in. And uh, I'm one of four co-hosts for the Certified Nunas. We uh, actually just celebrated our three-year anniversary. And uh, yeah, we talk. We're kind of like you guys. We talk about everything over there. So you know all different kinds of Asian dramas, Thai, Japanese, Chinese, Korean, Filipino, whatever. If it's out there, we'll watch it and talk about it. We talk a lot about music as well. Mm-hmm. And same thing with music. It's K-pop and J-rock and indie and hip-hop and, you know, all across the board. So, And you guys might recognize her. She was the host for us during the podcast fast, the KPSN podcast fast this past summer. That's true. That was a fun time. It was. So, and thank you again for joining us. Uh, Some of the other fangirls are gone this week while we're recording this. So we thought it'd be the perfect time to suck our guest podcaster in and do a little exchanging of info. So we're very excited to have her here and we will link Certified Nunas as always over in the show notes if you want to check out their podcast. Don't forget that we also have a Patreon page. We have a monthly episode we release exclusively for our kimchi VIPs. And our Patreons also get an exclusive invitation to our Discord server, where I do not spend all my time all day and whatsoever. Not at all. (laughs) (laughs) On our Discord server, we chat daily about the dramas that we're watching. We participate in group watches, and we support each other in our drama addiction. And we would totally love to have you join us. Our next group watch, we're doing just a short one. We're binging The Great Shaman Gadu Shim the last week of October. So if you want to join a us. A good time to join. Woo-hoo. So today's topic, I'm I'm like a huge believer that depending on the season is what is going to inspire me of what kind of shows I want to watch. And I know that the trope that I picked is one I like all the time. <laughs> but when it gets to be fall and dreary and rainy and my favorite weather of all time, I just want to settle down and watch a good crime drama and bonus points if it has serial killers in it. So that's the trope (laughs) that I specifically am going to pick as mine, but not everyone's just like me. So we're going to have a battle. We're going to battle it out over the best trope or genre to watch on these dark and dreary nights or in in texas where carrie is it's still super bright out and sunny (laughs) and hot (laughs) but in portland it's the perfect mood to start watching fall shows what you like to watch in fall if that to be fair to be fair texas does get more rain during the fall so i i do have Mm. the occasional rainy day yes but it's like humid and unpleasant. <laughs> it's Texas. Well, 
you're, you're not wrong, but you know, I also managed to get a vitamin D deficiency about six years ago living in Texas. So I would not survive in the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. I'm just saying. Vitamin D, I take a lot of that. So <laughs> it's kind of required. But so anyway, all three of us, we're going to pick our favorite trope or dash genre and give three reasons why we are right and the other two are completely wrong (laughs) and should lose. I'm not sure there's any way to definitely pick a winner, even though it should be me, but (laughs) who wrote this outline? (laughs) Maybe our listeners can, you know, write in in the comments or write to us on Twitter or Facebook or wherever and say, K-Muse is right. She has the best fall shows. (laughs) No, it's totally the mock I mean, come on. I have excellent taste. (laughs) Carrie, what genre did you decide to pick? Okay, so for fall, I really love fantasy, especially the Korean version of Ur- urban fantasy. And urban fantasy just basically means supernatural creatures set in a city setting. So, I mean, if you're thinking Goblin or Uncanny Counter or He is Psychometric or even Hotel Del Luna, that's urban fantasy. What about um, you, Amanda? Yeah, my genre that I picked is, I don't know exactly how to describe it. I'm going to call it mellow romance to distinguish it from rom-com. So less silly, less goofy moments, um, maybe a little less bright and shiny, but still just romance that there's not necessarily, I I know this is going to disappoint you, K-Muse, but there's no serial killers. (laughs) There's no, you know, it's just like more realistic romance. So kind of like run on. Yeah, like, I mean, even that, I'm, I I don't know. I didn't watch all of it, so I, I couldn't <laughs> say for sure. But, um, but yeah, just, like, I think in a Korean setting, it probably would be more termed a mellow, usually. Um, but stuff kind of more along the, the lines of, um, like those, oh, what are those Jung Hae-in ones, the... Oh, spring, spring night, night or the you oh, know yeah there's you know the stand by your man song one oh. exactly like things <laughs> a little rain. bit more in that sense where it's maybe has a little bit more focus on workplace okay. and just or like family encounter. and life that kind of was similar sorry which one encounter with yeah like and- that kind of that kind of more realistic romance and a little less less perky yeah a little less perky (laughs) less but still not like still probably a happy ending you know like I'm I'm not looking to cry I'm not looking for people to die I just you know (laughs) I just want to have a a cozy romance not with one murder (laughs) I I mean go are you you know I I I just kidding. Don't need murder in everything I watch. I, I'm sorry, K drama <laughs> land, but it, it, once in a while you could surprise me and just not no, throw a I serial killer in That's there. That's my winter genre. So in the winter <laughs> at Christmas time, I love those kind of shows. So I totally get it. But fall, fall is different. <laughs> okay, I have a question. Yes. For Amanda. Mm-hmm. Oh, then when- I'll shut up. <laughs> you can still answer. 
But so I'll go to you when the weather is fine or when the weather is nice. Does that fall in your category or is that? I would say that is, it does. But the very fact that it takes place over the winter makes it a winter drama for me. Like that is, (laughs) it made me cold. More like, (laughs) it's almost a little too much. Like that is a February drama. Like you need to be like fully bundled up in front of the fire for that one. And it, it is like, that one, and I would say um, Just Between Lovers, mm-hmm. those both sort of walk that line for me, but they, they're both a little bit more intense than what I'm even sort of suggesting here. So like, I don't want it as perky as a rom-com, but I don't want it quite as intense and at times heavy as something like Just Between Lovers or When the Weather is Fine. Like, those both have a lot of enjoyable, fun, lighter moments, but there's also a lot of trauma that you're dealing with. And I don't, I, I guess that it's sort of the trauma that makes it heavier for me. So mm-hmm. I like that sort of in between place where we're dealing with real life, but we're dealing with most people's real life. And most people don't have like, that kind of level of trauma with like a murder or a a natural disaster or something that has destroyed their lives at some point. <laughs> Most people aren't dealing with that level so of trauma. So mild therapy rather than extreme therapy. <laughs> yes, exactly. The kind of therapy that maybe you can get from your friends over a beer as opposed to the therapy that really needs a paid professional. Gotcha. Okay. Thanks. That helps. <laughs> And of course, it it comes as no surprise. And I, I very specified this up because I was like, oh, it's fall. It's kind of the jerky move to take the whole ki- crime mystery genre all to myself. So I specified serial killers because I'm me and <laughs> you all know this. Yes. I have an extreme weakness when it comes to a show with a super attractive Korean serial killer. So yeah, that's my genre. Crime it's been your genre the whole killer. time through and through. <laughs> it's very versatile though. That's one of going to be one of my reasons. So we'll get into it. <laughs> okay. So, right, so, yep. Reason right, number ahead. one. Give me your reason why I should dump serial killers and go fantasy. Okay. No, 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 no. That expectation is too high because you will never dump serial killers. <laughs> I will just, I'll Tell try me to why I want an urban fantasy show with a serial killer in it. <laughs> so what, like he is psychometric? Yes. Okay. The perfect example. All right. So one of the things that I really like about this season is Halloween. Halloween is one of my favorite holidays. I actually decorate for it, which I don't have a lot of bandwidth for decorating for things. So that means a lot that I decorate for this. And um, I love getting dressed up and being someone else. And so urban fantasy with its emphasis on the supernatural, that's just, it's another kind of version of the best parts of Halloween for me. There's supernatural creatures, they get to change, and these supernatural creatures change the ordinary person's life. Um, in the case of, okay, we'll take he is psychometric. He's supernatural not because he's not human, 
but because he has an extra ability, which is the ability to read events. Like you see it in the first episode, he go he sneaks into the morgue and puts his hand on a corpse, which I'm like, right there. <laughs> I wasn't sure right there at the beginning if I wanted to watch that drama, but what he was doing was reading the corpse to see its last moments to see if he could solve the mystery. And so without his extra ability, he wouldn't have been able to, you know, there would have been no show and he wouldn't have been able to help solve those mysteries. And so it's an urban fantasy just because he has that extra gift. And so, yeah, just being something extra, something not quite myself. I like that about Halloween and I like that in my fall dramas. All right. All right. See, for me, the fall is about the season change. The the cooler weather coming in, the leaves are changing. You know, it's a season of change. So for me, that's why I, I enjoy the romance genre um, because it's about inherently about a change in your life. It's about a season of change because you were not in a romantic relationship and now you are in one or you're building to one. And I like that sense of possibility of um, just watching it, I, especially if it's a slow romance, like just the way that the weather, you know, does its thing and it goes slow and it changes over time. And, and I like a story that feels that way. It feels like fall to me when you're watching a, a slow romance that just takes its time telling you a good story. Okay. So your weather changes slowly because out here it doesn't. Well, it sort of does slowly. Like it, we've already got a few leaves falling kind of thing and the leaves are starting to turn, but there's still, some of them are green and some of them are changing and, and then it'll like hit all of a sudden and like all the, leaves will fall probably sometime in November it'll just drop but gotcha. it yeah you get a good month of season change oh I'm so jealous we get like two weeks being <laughs> here in Portland it's about three months like it's beginning of December before everything's dropped so mm. we get a very long fall here it does kind of depend here like we've had a couple of really warm last couple of weeks even though technically it's the fall and it'll be cool at night but then the kids are still wearing shorts to school in the morning because like it's warm we're in Ontario okay Canada so much more north than us so you understand the whole dark really early thing that we get because Harry in Texas doesn't quite get that (laughs) it still gets dark early just not the same yeah because I have my parents are in Georgia and it'll be like four o'clock come November and it'll be dark here. And they're talking about how they're still out playing soccer and stuff. And I'm like, it's dark. We're all in. We're hunkering down. My husband, we had to get him one of those, like, you know, those sad lamps for at Mm -hmm. work because he leaves for work in the morning and it's dark and he leaves his office and it's dark. Mm. And a couple of years ago, he got transferred within the building. He's in an office that doesn't even have a window now. Mm. Oh, no. So like, he's just like through the winter, he 
might as well live in Alaska. Like he gets no sunlight at all. And it's yeah. just like the worst. My work situation was that very similar a couple of years ago. Usually I don't work full time, but for whatever stupid reason, I decided I wanted to work full time and I'd go days without seeing the sun and you get depressed. You do. So it was the first time I ever got seasonal depression because usually I enjoy it, but it's a hard life. But getting back to why my genre is the superb drama or genre, (laughs) I love that serial killers make you jump which is perfect for this time of year when you kind of want to be creeped out. Um, I know that's probably not you guys, but I love when I'm getting those vibes where it makes me want to close my curtains so people can't see in my house. Like that just like a cereal could be out there stalking me, looking into my house. I better close the curtains. And I love that vibe that you get from these crime serial killer shows where something ominous is going to happen and eventually the bad guys will be get caught. But until that time, there's the chance of all kinds of death and mayhem. And I really like that vibe. So that's my reason number one. See, my reason number two is going to be the complete opposite of that because <laughs> I don't want any of that that you just described <laughs> thank you please um but what I do like in the fall as the weather changes and it gets a little cooler and it's still maybe sunny during the day and maybe kind of warm but in the evening it gets a little cooler I like to cuddle up on my couch have a nice warm mug of tea have a, you know, my knitting, sit with a drama. And I want something that feels kind of cozy. I want to have a warmth. I want like romantic C dramas, K dramas that have like a, a golden filter over everything, just making everything seem warm and cozy and just enjoyable. Like I want to just sit and relax and enjoy that and just sink into the the slow burn of a a really good healthy romantic relationship (laughs) I like it it's almost like pulling up just a fuzzy blanket over your lap exactly okay see and that is the absolute different than me because I find serial killers relaxing. I like listening to (laughs) true crime podcasts on my off time. And it's just all like driving down the lane, serial killer info going, blasting from my thing and being like, Ooh, that's creepy. (laughs) You know, (laughs) you should go hang out with, with Jesse and Natalia from the certified (laughs) Nunas because they are our murder line. And they love it. So, you know. See, and it's Jen and I here. So K-Drama mm-hmm. Jen, she's my bestie that <laughs> watches all the grim mayhem with me. So, but yeah, so reason number two, there are serial killers in so many types of genres, mystery, crime, fantasy, and romance. <laughs> Asians are able to fit a serial killer anywhere. 
because they move the story along and get all of the characters moving in their plots and doing secret stuff and they're scared they're romantic it's pushing couples together out of their fear of being murdered (laughs) there's so much like versatility with a serial killer in the plot so bam (laughs) (laughs) quit trying to take over my genre i'm just saying well, you picked a genre with a ton of serial killers. Goblin, Uncanny Counter, he's psychrometric. Yeah. Serial yeah, killers. Yeah. <laughs> You're not wrong. But anyway. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, K drama is basically the genre of serial killers. So Very true. they're in romance, they're in rom coms, <laughs> they're in comedies, they're they're everywhere. They're everywhere. <laughs> and I'm That's- okay with it. I'm okay with that. <laughs> Although I will admit just throwing in a serial killer doesn't make it perfect because there can be really sucky serial killer story arcs mm-hmm. in a perfectly fine drama other than the serial killer. And mm-hmm. so, I mean, there are some positives, some negatives. So depending. I'm glad that you're a big enough person to admit that. I will admit that because I went on a total rampage. What was that one that um, Jenny was watching, Drama Geek? Recently, it was the sweet one with the doctor and she has emotional trauma. And then there were two serial killers and it was really dumb. Yes. And now I can't remember, but it's on my list to watch. You know what? If you're saying there are twin serial killers, they better be like, scary serial killers and not kind of like annoying killers that need therapy (laughs) right (laughs) just saying yeah if you give me about 30 seconds I could probably pull it up oh it was recently just came out on Netflix oh yeah I know I want it was really pretty yeah I know it was totally fine other than the serial killer story so I feel like I'm wondering if the same one I'm thinking of because I I know of one that had a twin serial killer and at that the serial killer the twin serial killer concept was clever but yeah but then yeah, it I could have like, it was kind of yeah. like puttered out it's like who putters out a twin serial killer story arc Seriously. you are my spring yes yes because okay. it's got Kim oh, okay. no I was thinking of a different one that no, would actually that be one. more of an Amanda because the serial killers were stupid but everything else (laughs) hits your genre that you picked so there you go helping her you're not i know recommendation free recommendation (laughs) there you go all right so i'm gonna actually hark back to amanda's golden filter on her for one of her reasons because the color palettes in most of the dramas that fall in the urban fantasy category are very muted and very fall-like and I find that kind of soothing like if you think about Tale of the Nine-Tailed and Lee Dong-wook's like even his hair color like his red was not an in-your-face red but a muted red that really suited him and just the way he dressed everyone dressed so nicely and it was just it was muted but luxurious and I like seeing that in a drama just the overall it contributes to the overall feel and that's for me, the muted colors are definitely a fall thing because we don't really get fall leaves down here. We get 
the leaves turn brown and then just fall off. They don't turn the bright colors for very long. But like That's I said, so it's sad a for you. <laughs> I know I have to travel to go see the pretty trees. But um, yeah, we have a we have a pecan tree in our front yard, and it'll turn colors for about three days, and then shoop, all the leaves are gone. So anyway, but I like that the color palette, and it just contributes to the overall experience. Let's call it. Let's say that. I would like to point out that. There are gorgeous tones in serial killer shows. Have you seen how many beautiful, like, like the fields of grass that serial killers go through, like the wheat fields? There are so many gorgeous scenes. Are you seriously trying to co-opt my reason right now? Yeah. (laughs) Rude. All spare and battles. Yeah. Yeah. My color palette. Okay. I have IU in Hotel Del Luna. And can we just say her wardrobe was, I think we said it before, it was a character into itself and that was something. But there were no serial killers if I recall correctly. That was a a negative. (laughs) Only to you. (laughs) All right. Reason number three and the most important one, Asian serial killers are almost always hot. And if they're not hot, they're very charismatic when caught on screen. So, because I'm thinking even like um, the dad in Come and Hug Me, I wouldn't say he's hot, but he's very charismatic. Mm-hmm. And the screen just loves panning to him and his visuals, along with the killer in uh, I Hear Your Voice mm-hmm. also really not i mean i wouldn't say oh yeah he's hot but his serial killerness makes him a lot more charismatic than he is without being a serial killer i so, don't know i liked him as a prison guard in prison playbook mm-hmm. yeah he was just channeling his serial killer vibes <laughs> he really was not he was <laughs> <laughs> disagree disagree Okay, I challenge you this. The serial killer and strong woman of Bodong Soon. Neither charismatic nor hot. All right, so one hot. out I'm of sorry. like 500. He's a, the serial killer and strong woman do a bong soon. That actor is very attractive. He is. He was disturbingly I attractive. I think his attractiveness wasn't caught as well as it could have. Well, and I'm also remembering the um, that stupid mask he wore. Yes. Yeah, the character which, was horrible. Like he was so bad. It, it, oh yeah, I, like it's not you know, it's not like something like voice where you're like, this is horrible, but I am still oddly attracted to you, horrible human being. I wasn't attracted to him, but the actor visually, himself, he's very pretty. It's he's very model, very nice pretty, to look at. like a yeah, uh, unique, structured face. Mm-hmm. So. Okay, but so the serial killerness to... of him was stupid. So, mm. yeah, yeah, and honestly, I can only picture him with the mask. Okay, so was it Jong Mi Kwan? I had to go look it up real fast. I think yes. that I don't know. It's right, but it is. It's him. And yeah, okay, he might be model pretty, but let's just say that role was not good for him. Looks no. I I was very concerned that he would get like typecast or something that he would struggle because. <laughs> That was a real bad, bad guy. I don't <laughs> like him at all. Yep. So anyway, hot serial killers. <laughs> hot dash charismatic serial killers. So. 
Uh, that's just like the theme for your life. Anyway, <laughs> well, hopefully not, but my entertainment life, yes. Well, that's what I meant. Your entertainment, your, your podcasting life. It's all about the hot serial killers. <laughs> all right. So my reason number three, it's pure escapism. A lot of these dramas with their supernaturalness, with their color palette, and just with their stories just completes, completely pulls me out of the real world and puts me in their world. And I just like it because it's, it helps me. I love escapism because it helps me put away my, put to the side, my own worries and anxieties for a while. And yeah, sometimes I take on theirs, but like they go away, it's done. They have to deal with it. So that's, that's the third reason why urban fantasy is the best it's because of escapism oh I would argue that you can escape into really any genre though I mean but this one like really removes you from I mean it is true the supernatural aspect of it does make it more more less it takes it to another level but how often is it the serial killers moving the plot line of those (laughs) fantasy dramas (laughs) I mean, yeah, but they're making killers move. <laughs> but a serial serial killer is not escapism. That's just the tension. It's the supernatural aspect that provides the escapism and the kind of, you know, like Harry Potter and wanting to go to Hogwarts. That kind of escapism. Hmm. Not living in the serial killer's world. I would not want to live <laughs> in the serial killer's world. No, I don't want to <laughs> escape into that serial killer world. It's, no, I can I can agree with that. Okay, <laughs> so. I already mentioned that, you know, the season changes. I mentioned the the warmth, the, you know, but along with that, the color changing, the leaves changing, we do a lot of like walking, going for walks, geocaching, stuff like that in the fall, because it's not as hot as the summer. It's not as cold as the winter. It's just that in-between place. The days are still generally pretty warm, but the nights are are colder. Um, So like, to me, a good romance has a bit of that element of a brisk, refreshing, warm walk in the, like through the woods, through the leaves, kicking the little, the fallen leaves with your feet, just, there's something romantic about that whole vibe. And to me, a romance gives you that vibe. A good, well-told romance will give you something a little bit refreshing, something a little bit warm, something a little bit silly, a little bit sweet, a little bit sexy, a little bit, it just maybe a little sorrowful, but not, you know, not too heavy on the sorrow, but just just like fall has a little bit of summer in it and a little bit of winter in it, a romance has a little bit of all of those things pulled together into something that's unique and comfortable, but also refreshing and exciting. There's something exciting about a new romance starting up. There's those exciting, interesting new moments that you get to share with that person or in our case watching that we are sharing with the couple as they come closer together. And I just, it just feels fall to me. It feels like a good 
fall vibes. I find myself nodding along with your reason and I don't like it because it means I agree with you and I don't want to give you. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't want you to win this battle. The Guess logic not. is fair. The math You're is perfect mathing. for winter. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we're going to have to just all agree to disagree on what our perfect show is. But now's the time where we get to recommend some dramas and maybe give our listeners an idea of something to push play on. So I always love giving recommendations. It's one of my favorite things in the world. So Carrie, do you want to give a recommendation of some fantasy dramas? Yes. And I've mentioned several. I will go back to Tale of the Nine-Tailed because for that, for me, that one just encapsulates fall. I I can't mm-hmm. fully explain it, but it just really does. And then to throw something a little different in there, along with the gods, the movie, hmm. um, just because it's it still is urban fantasy because you do have the supernatural creatures interacting with, with the real world, but then you have your journey through the underworld and fall is kind of like the beginning of the journey through the darkness of winter, that kind of thing. And also, I just love along with the gods and I think everyone should watch it. I agree. And if you are looking to watch it, those are on Hulu. And I believe you can also buy them on Amazon or on DVD almost anywhere. I mm-hmm. got my DVDs at Walmart. Oh, I, yeah, you got them so, at Walmart. Wow. They're very accessible for us in the U.S. Yay. Always a plus. Um, for me, my recommendations... Um, the first one is actually, I gotta be honest with you. I haven't finished it yet, um, (laughs) but it's really, really good. So, and I've heard it is done and I've heard from most people are very happy and satisfied with the ending. So I, I don't expect there to be any big surprises coming up, but the rational life is a C drama. It's a Nuna romance office drama, um, and it is super slow burn. We're like two thirds of the way through and they're just starting to flirt now. Oh, He's known he liked her for a while, but like she is his boss and does not look at him that way because he works for her. And that mm. would not be, you know, she's not that kind of boss. She's not trying to like, you know, but it's very much... We like to talk about the competency kink over on our podcast. Like it's very much, if you're a big fan of men who are into women because of their competency at things, he loves how good she is at her job, how just good she is at everything. And he just really is into that. And it's a really well-balanced relationship and that's why they work together so well at the office. But then it has started to come out. He sort of, you know, about two thirds of the way in, he sort of confesses, not completely, but kind of feels at the water and it makes her look at him a different way and go, oh, okay. And it's got all those cozy things that I like and, but also some fun and refreshing and cute moments and yeah it's just it's just been a really really good comfortable enjoyable watch um my other one that one is available on netflix so that's a nice easy one to find 
Mm-hmm. Um, How many episodes is it? Uh, I want to say 30. Okay. Maybe 35, so something like that. I'm not 100% sure. I'm on like 24, 25 now. So, and it's trucking along at a good pace. There's, um, I will warn her mother in the very beginning is just one of those drama moms that you kind of want to smack, but she comes around real quick and like you, she grows and it's really good. So she's okay. quite a lovely character that I very much enjoy now. So honestly, um, what see drama mom isn't like that. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. So, and it's got um, Dylan Wang from um, Meteor Garden 2018. Uh, he does not have pineapple hair in this, but he is <laughs> adorable. I think his acting is much better than it was even then. And he's just really killing it in this. It's very, very good. Um, my other recommendation, you might have to search. You might have to fail the high seas for it. <laughs> I don't know. I watched it on Drama Fever and I can't find it anywhere now, but it's called Romance Blue. It's a short drama. I think there was only six episodes and I don't recall them even being very long episodes, but it is such a quirky, slow, soft drama about two people who are essentially in the business of love, but don't really believe in it for themselves, finding each other. And so his job is that he, he dates women for a living. That's his job. Not like in a prostitute kind of way, but just literally like an escort type service. Like he, he plans a date. Like he does a whole date. It's a whole date scenario and like, you know, coffee and a movie or whatever, like, and he gives the whole boyfriend package to these women who just need to have somebody once in a while come into their life and say, Hey, you're pretty. And let me pick up the tab, that kind of thing. And it, (laughs) It's weird, but, it, you know, it's also he's so busy dating all these women that he doesn't really have time or inclination for romance because to him, romance is fake. The girl writes letters for people. That's her job. She likes to write letters, handwritten letters, beautiful. She picks out beautiful stationery that fits with the mood and the people tell her what they want to write, but they just can't find the right words. So sometimes she confesses, sometimes she is just writing letters, you know, to a family member, sometimes it's a breakup letter, sometimes like, but she takes her job really seriously, and she pours her heart into this really unusual job. And it's just this story of the two of them finding each other and, and it's just beautiful. It's a really gorgeous story. Okay. That sounds really good. (laughs) And it's got an actor. I can't remember his name right now, but he was also in uh, Flower Boy Ramen Shop. He's really Mm. adorable, really cute, huge dimples. He was in a really bad motorcycle accident a few years ago. Okay. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. And I've seen a few pictures of him more recently so it seems like he's maybe on the mend but like 
he doesn't update Instagram or anything. It's kind of career ending at this point. Yeah, it seems to be, unfortunately. So this is one of the few things that exist with him out there. And uh, it's really good. So if you can find it, if you can't, you know, go to Netflix, go to Vicky, go to their little recommendation request page and ask for it. Okay. Okay. And so I searched for ones that I either haven't recommended a ton or that I recommended like a long time ago. Because again, this is topic has been brought up. So I've recommended a lot of dramas, (laughs) but one that came straight to mind, Drama Geek actually finally started it. And I believe she's ending it today was Train. And it involved multiverse versions of the lead character and there's a murder mystery and a serial killer and going back in between the two universes via a magical train. I don't know. That feels like you're kind of moving into Carrie's territory. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just saying. Again, serial killers are in everything. (laughs) The serial killer mystery is the show the Mm -hmm. solving of this mystery of who is dumping dead bodies and how they seem to be from a different multiverse and why that's the main show and Mm -hmm. so it's really well done it's very clever the story twists at the end are very interesting and I wasn't expecting them and so I highly recommend this show Hopefully Drama Geek will second that once she's finished today, but I know that she's glad she went back. And so that's my first recommendation. And the second one, I'm recommending a Chinese drama. And this is an older one, so I'm not sure how many people have watched it, which is why I thought it'd be a good recommendation. And it's Love Me If You Dare. And it's a story about a girl who goes and becomes kind of like the girl Friday to this writer who might or might not be a serial killer. (laughs) So, because he really delves into what he writes about to a freaky level that you're not quite sure mentally how stable he is. And And there's mysteries and murders and all kinds of stuff through the show. And so it's a really fun, is he, isn't he dash romance that is very enjoyable and I highly recommend. Okay, you had me watch that and fun is not the word I would apply. It was very (laughs) fun. It was delightful. (laughs) All right. All of us that like serial killers, (laughs) i.e. Drama Geek and K-Drama Jen, we love that drama. So it is so much fun to watch if you like serial killers. And there's a hot <laughs> one. He's hot. <laughs> I, I was just looking at the poster and I was like, it looks like a lovely romance. Clearly, it's that's a very not lovely romance, is. too. <laughs> <laughs> you say so. But again, there's romantic elements, but the serial killer story arc is what is the focus of the show. So, gotcha. 
And there's a turtle. I think it's a turtle. Pretty <laughs> sure there was a turtle, like a pet turtle. Almost 100% positive. It's been like eight years since I watched it. It's been a while. <laughs> and on that note, I think we're done. Wow. That's a lot of reasons to watch serial killer shows. And fantasy. <laughs> and romance. <laughs> oh, if you have a choice on what you like watching in fall, please let us know in our social media or on Patreon or on Discord. And we'll, of course, kind of had a discussion about this, um, of course. And we'll let Amanda know since we <laughs> are in contact with her. So mm-hmm. especially if romance wins the the poll, the unofficial poll. She'd like to know <laughs> what she won. <laughs> and on that note, thanks for joining us. We'd love to hear your thoughts about this episode. You can reach us on Twitter, Facebook, or through our Patreon page. And as always, the links are in our show notes. We love blogging about Asian dramas, but behind the scenes, we have so much more to say, and we want to share it with you. And talking is so much faster than typing. 